Hi everyone, and welcome to the DevMar Debugged podcast, where experts from top companies all over the world share their insights on everything developer marketing. Today, we're joined by Umar Egan, full-stack data scientist, to talk about how developers and engineers can best communicate with non-technical people. Uh, my name is Umar. Uh, I'm graduated from engineering of physics, and in the end of my last year in the department, I kind of get into the artificial intelligence and start to uh, learn it by myself. And after graduation, I start my first position as a data analyst in a startup. And I continue as a data scientist. It's been like four years I'm working as a data scientist. I can talk a bit about my experiences. Um, yep. I start in a, a startup where we were I was I was 18 person in the company. Uh, we what we were doing was basically uh, selling uh, real estates with uh, auction method. Uh, so we have uh, good data in that. Uh, I was the first data analyst, full time data analyst in the company, and we start to build uh, from stretch in the, all the data structure in the company, including the data warehousing and reporting and data science part. Uh, after that, I worked six months in another startup uh, where the product was uh, sto- stories for kids. And right now, uh, I'm working in the municipality of uh, Istanbul, which is one of the biggest municipality in the world. Uh, <clears throat> we are, uh, we are creating solution for the existing problem of the city. And also we we help the stakeholders and other uh, team members to uh, answer their question with the data. Quite a lot, very unique. And um, well, in the few years that you've done, so you've done quite a lot uh, in terms of uh, just data, just that has been your focus as a data scientist, yeah. Yeah. And um, so jumping into the topic of today, which will be um, basically how, uh, well, full stack data scientists like yourself or how developers, how engineers can best communicate with people who don't have perhaps the same technical knowledge such as yourself. Um, is that something you encounter uh, much in your day to day, people who are not as technical as yourself? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, it was like, when I first start to learn, and when I first land my my land to first position, uh, that was kind of shock for me. That how much it requires the communication with non technical people. Uh, in the after the beginning sh- shock, I start to uh, learn how to uh, do this, how to uh, communicate with non technical people about what you do and how to actually. Uh, try to help them with their problems. And you found that um, like a challenge at the beginning to kind of try yes. to communicate. Yeah. Yes, yes. I found that a challenge, uh, but by the time, by uh, since we have to communicate uh, all the time, uh, I start to understand some key points. Besides that, I also try to <clears throat> uh, learn this by uh, reading books, blogs, and articles. Uh, <clears throat> this was uh, also an, another important thing in this in communicating is to uh, 
be good at the domain that you are working on because there is a different jargon in that domain and you need to understand it and you need to understand uh, your uh, your team other team members uh, language as well so in that case did you um try to kind of find common ground between yourself and maybe less technical teams to kind of bridge that um well that space or bridge that distance between between yourself and people who don't possess the same sort of technical knowledge yes um also i had a manager who was also a bit good at uh, technical side and the domain side too he also helped me a lot with communication uh, and um, removing this uh, language barrier and also uh, simplifying the communication and the jargon uh, without uh, losing the message. Uh, uh, like when we <clears throat> when we have a problem, when we try to solve it, and we as a data scientist, we have we have to come up with uh, some AI solution sometimes uh, if it requires. And AI is a new field where uh, not many people knows about the technical background of it. Uh, so uh, we have to learn how to simplify it. And <clears throat> I I try to work on that and also try to read about that, how people actually explain AI in, in their daily life or uh, maybe articles. Uh, and I try to use also the jargon and uh, communicate in this way. The same applies for uh, other uh, data anal analysis or statistical analysis as well. Uh, <clears throat> we try to find a, a common point, a common jargon with me and the other team member and try to uh, communicate without uh, uh, losing the message. And um, what would you say were um, when you first started to work with people, non-technical people, what would you say were perhaps, you mentioned shock, but what were your top challenges? Was it trying to understand where they were coming from or a bit uh, concerned that they might not understand what you were trying to tell them? Or uh, Well, the people I, I work were were having like a also big empathy and I could um, <clears throat> easily could tell them that I didn't understand the point and didn't understand this or that. And we also uh, in that case we also try to uh, ask other people to the other who had most experience uh, in the company uh, about the jargon and. Uh, in the beginning, I also tried to understand the domain well, so I was actually. Uh, asking lots of questions about uh, the business, how it works, what does this mean? Uh, specifically, <clears throat> in that for that domain specific uh, jargon was important to learn. Uh, I also try to make them to understand how I uh, what's what's my field, what I do, what's my solutions, how how I approach to the domain and the business as well. How do you manage um, the expectations of people who are not as technical as yourself in terms of, you know, for example, stakeholder in the company, someone you need to explain certain decisions to? How do you make them understand that, you know, perhaps a deadline they want is not very realistic or certain thing they want may not be possible? Um, how do you make them 
understand that what they might not get uh, where you're coming from? Uh, well, um, that's an important point uh, with communication. Uh, I hadn't made some mistakes about uh, uh, about it, uh, specifically in this point where I didn't try to understand their expectation and made promising promises to them. And then, but that's what I learned from uh, about this. Uh, I think the firstly we we must understand the problem very well, uh, what they are asking for very well before doing anything, before starting anything. That's very important. Uh, so it will be uh, important to take notes and uh, understand the problem and note it, note everything. Uh, firstly. Uh, secondly, once we understand, we shouldn't uh, make promises in the beginning about anything. That's also important. Uh, <clears throat> we also uh, must we must listen them clearly. Take we also need to take note and discuss possible solutions before uh, diving into the problem. Uh, <clears throat> and also about timeline and the. We, timeline also need to be uh, <clears throat> discussed and also be defined and uh, also uh, during uh, like uh, trying during trying to solve the problem and work on that we we must define the potential roadblocks as well uh, what can stop us where it can stop us and also discuss this with with them too with non-tech stakeholders as well and do you find that it's easy that process of them kind of, kind of understanding uh why you do things the way you do do they understand that or um have you run into difficulties when you're trying to communicate all that uh yeah in the beginning uh, i had some difficulties but uh, i learned from those uh what i was doing is actually uh making promises and directly diving into the into the problem or whatever we are discussing about but then i also learn about uh, <clears throat> not making promises and also like uh, uh discuss about the timeline take notes understand it very well and during uh, working on that also regularly making meetings with with stakeholders and uh, discuss about um where where we are right now at the at this project or this problem and do you find that um perhaps you need some visual aids or you know graphics or videos something that kind of helps you transmit information or communicate better with um, non-technical stakeholders yes uh there's a very beautiful way to actually communicate with them when we <clears throat> design a system or uh, building something. Uh, I use visualization a lot in my uh, in my positions uh, previously. Uh, what I do is like in my job, I basically build, let's say, maybe a, a machine learning model, and there is a <clears throat> flow of how model learn. There's the data coming in, model learn, and there's an output. So I try to uh, use uh, tools for visualize to visualize this, these steps and make them understand as well. Uh, not 
very technical but easy to understand and uh, explain every step very well in in this uh, in this in this diagram uh, also uh, besides that uh, we try to build a um, prototype as well before mm. going into the production or something and we discuss about prototypes um, <clears throat> user interface how it works is it work for them well is it usable uh, <clears throat> do they have any other opinion about this and things like that too that was also uh, a part of discussion and is this something they also get to play with you know like um prototype or something that they can kind of you know get their hands on as well uh, and that helps them yeah 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 uh, that that was what we were trying to do uh, prototypes are usually we we basically build them and uh, we we make it we build it in the way that they can also uh, have access to it and use it and uh, test it as well uh, not just about the sol solution of that problem but also it's important for them to uh, be okay with what it looked like so uh, besides testing the solution and checking if it works well they also uh, check if they like the the ui of the the product solution as well right and does that cut down in like the questions they, they then come and ask you or um kind of facilitates the whole process of communication or do they still have to um uh, basically uh if having this prototype helps then you save time as well because you won't have as many questions to answer from them or yeah 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 that is like uh one of the best way to actually uh, <clears throat> actually do it it's very important in usually both in the end of the that work that solution that process and also in the middle of that work and solution because uh visualization and uh, like something real they can touch they can use they can test is always the best way to uh make these things faster right no that's good then uh a positive good communication and um do you think then that technical teams and non-technical teams have been working together more closely um is this something that will continue um, in the future, like I've I've spoken to people who have told me that, you know, in the past, things were a bit more split. Uh, maybe there wasn't so much interaction between these teams. So are you seeing the opposite now that um, you're interacting more with one another? Uh, yeah, I see that a lot. By the time uh, in the last four years, I see that actually non-technical and technical people uh, start to work with each other uh, more than usual. Uh, also, uh, there is some specific roles that uh, focuses on this. They, uh, they are bridge between technical and non-technical people, which uh, in some cases make it easier to uh, to manage this this environment. In my previous position, we had product managers uh, who were actually the bridge between both sides. They were a bit. Uh, better at domain than a technical person and a bit better at uh, technical side 
than a non-technical uh, person. Uh, besides that, uh, we also see lots of technological advance uh, in this in this field as well. Uh, such as now there is a, a very good automation system, uh, low-code platforms or uh, augmented reality where actually non-technical uh, people can uh, test their ideas as well easier than usual. Um, yeah, that that's also going to be like feature, uh, especially in low-code platforms. Uh, for my field, let's say in AI, it's it's now easier than uh, before to build uh, an, an AI product. Nice. And would you say, or at least in your opinion, that people who may not have those technical skills from the beginning, maybe they were, you know, marketers, maybe they were product manager, but don't have that sort of knowledge. Should they learn a little bit more? Should they uh, kind of develop their technical skills so they could at least understand a bit more where the product development comes in? Uh, yes, that's not just uh, like not just for the for the for them but also for everyone is very beneficial uh, i was a technical person but i was trying to uh, improve my selling tech, non technical side as well try to understand the business is one of the, the most important thing uh, in a workplace uh, i have worked with people who with non technical people who weren't technical at all and who were actually trying to learn the technical side of the business as well. And I see that it was easier to work with those who actually uh, trying to learn technical side, but also uh, they were actually like, we work together uh, easily. We could uh, come up with solutions and solve the problems easily and faster than uh, others. And I think that's also very beneficial for them uh, because uh, they will be also uh, very uh, certain about what they want when they come up with a problem to a technical person. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and the more like you can understand each other, the better you can yeah. work together. Yeah. Um, do you have any final thoughts or advice um, that you'd like to give people who want to communicate with others who don't have um, such a deep technical knowledge? It works for both sides. Uh, I am speaking here for technical side. Actually, I'm I'm in the technical part of the business, but uh, <clears throat> also non-technicals have some challenges as well. While uh, communicating with technical uh, people. I think the, in my opinion, the main thing is to uh, actually understand the domain and the business jargon is one of the most important things. Uh, that's also what I try to learn when I first, uh, I land in a different domain or different area of uh, business. And uh, secondly, I think uh, life is all about learning. And we have to be uh, a <clears throat> lifetime learner. Uh, and uh, with this, actually, we both sides, technical and non-technical uh, people also uh, should uh, try to learn about, try to improve themselves about communication uh, because it applies in every aspect of life, uh, not just business. 
<clears throat> learning uh, other sites uh, think let's say for, like for me I'm technical I'm trying to also understand what non-technical does and same apply for non-technical too he he she also try to understand what technical does and this will make uh, things easier and faster that's uh, also important thing I think like um, uh, in both sides they should try to uh, learn about communication problem solving uh, approaching to the problem and they that will be very beneficial Great. That's a fantastic point. And thank you so much. And thank you so much for speaking to me about this topic. Again, very important, especially now as more, you know, tech and non-tech teams are working together, as you said. Um, So yeah, I really appreciate your insights. So thank you. You are welcome. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of DevMar Debugged. If you want to hear more from professionals in the developer marketing world, subscribe to our podcast for more expert talks. See you on the next one.